The following program is presented to you by the New York State School Boards Association. NISBA's President's Gavel Podcast is supported by the Harris Beach Educational Institution's team of attorneys. Harris Beach successfully represents more than 130 school districts and BOCES clients throughout New York State on matters involving school district operations, labor and employment matters, cybersecurity, and student issues. Learn more at www.harrisbeach.com. One important part of a school board meeting is the agenda. It provides structure and can help your board stay focused on the business at hand. In this episode of the President's Gavel, Jamie, Mark, and Darcy answer commonly asked questions and discuss best practices for setting the agenda. Stay with us. Let's call this meeting to order. Hello, everyone. Welcome to NISBA's President's Gavel podcast, a podcast for all school board members. I am your host, Jamie McPherson, Deputy Director of Leadership Development at the New York State School Boards Association. In this episode of the President's Gavel, we will be setting the agenda, so to speak. And to help me do this, I am joined by my colleagues, Darcy Dearcole, Director of Leadership Development, and Mark Snyder, Leadership Development Manager. Welcome, guys. Thank you, Jamie. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, thank you for having me, Jamie. So I'm excited to have you guys here as well. Now, working in the Leadership Development Department, we regularly work with school boards in retreat fashions. And Mark and Darcy, I know you guys go out in the field and, and you guys run the Board Officers Academy. And quite regularly, we hear from school board members questions about the agenda setting and the agenda setting process. So, you know, the first question, I'm going to feel this one to Mark, you know, number one, what is the purpose of an agenda? Sure. Thanks for the question. The, uh, the board meeting agenda is essentially the roadmap for the meeting. It's going to identify what the board will be discussing, the decisions that will be made, uh, the, the information that will be shared, so it will be able to keep the board and the community informed. It provides an outline that will help to ensure that the board is focused on the important topics of the day and hopefully not getting bogged down in minutia or going off task. Absolutely. And I think providing that focus is going to be critical during the board meeting. And also, you know, I enjoy how you mentioned keeping your community informed because we want them to understand what is the business in front of them. Now, the creation of the agenda itself, now that's going to be a board procedure and oftentimes it's going to be derived from their board policies. So in other words, you know, how school boards develop their agenda, it's going to differ depending upon their operating procedures. So with that being said, is there a procedure that we at NISBA that we recommend for the development of the board agenda? And Darcy, I'm going to field this one to you. Oh, thanks, Jamie. Um, yeah, we've talked about this so many times in the Board of Officers Academy and at the uh, leadership education event we had this past August, that was a, a big topic of conversation because it's so important to running an effective meeting. Yeah, so an agenda, even though the board president is in charge of the meeting, the agenda is usually mutually developed by the superintendent and the board president. 
oftentimes the vice president may be in that conversation as well. And you hope that you have sufficient time to not only develop the agenda, but also to give it to your board at least a few days ahead of the meeting so they have a chance to actually read it, ask questions if they have get prepared for what they're going to have to discuss at the board table. And, you know, we recognize that superintendents and the administrative staff work very hard to put the agenda content together. And even though you might have several questions, they're going to work hard to get you those answers, hopefully before the meeting. Um, but I think it's important that board members take a look at that as quickly as they can, take a look at the packet, the agenda packet, as quickly as they can, and get their questions to the superintendent sooner rather than later. Um, but every agenda, like Mark has said, is really there to help uh, be the roadmap for the meeting. Yes, and, and speaking of uh, procedures, Jamie mentioned that, that all boards have their own locally developed procedures for agenda setting. And so it becomes incumbent upon the board president and the superintendent to ensure that they're following these procedures. And equally important is ensuring that everyone on the board, especially our new members, understand and are aware of these procedures for agenda planning and adding agenda items. And they've all agreed to them. This way, they can work to avoid questions of transparency, and all board members are going to understand how to provide their suggestions for adding items to the agenda. So given that boards, you know, they do this differently, um, you know, and they have different practices. So, you know, are there differences in how they put their agendas together? And, you know, what might those differences entail? Yeah, absolutely. So um, every board should probably have some standard look and feel to their agenda, meaning that it's pretty consistent from week to week or month to month, whenever they're having their board meetings. But they should have a certain consistency to them, meaning they're going to have um, some superintendent's report, um, some other reports made by the administrative team, depending on what their calendar or schedule looks like. The district clerk can often provide um, things that need to get on the agenda this month or next month. And, and your district clerk should have some kind of a calendar of activities for the board so they know what's coming up next or what you know, by law has to be addressed um, in a timely manner. Um, so that standard order of business is pretty typical, um, but board mem individual boards may decide to do things slightly differently. Um, they may decide to have one public comment session during their agenda. They might, might decide to have two public comments during their agenda. They will decide when they want to have their executive session during that particular board meeting. So it may shift around a little bit or look a little differently from board meeting to board meeting. Um, but there should be a consistency in that agenda. And one of the things that many boards will utilize uh, on their agendas as part of their standard order of business is the consent agenda. And the consent agenda uh, combines several of the more routine items that a board would deal with, uh, such as approving minutes, uh, personnel actions, accepting financial reports, things of that nature, things that generally the board 
wouldn't need to have long discussions about. Uh, and they combine them into one vote that would approve for them all. So it's, it's a nice time saver that a lot of board mem uh, school boards would use to uh, ensure that they're able to get through all of the, the business of the district. So we at NISBA talk a lot about operating procedures and setting the agenda is an operating procedure. One question we get from our members is about timing, meaning when is the agenda set and when is it sent to the board members? Um, when, we're, when we are really talking about setting the agenda, usually there's a specific date on the calendar that the board president and superintendent have almost like a standing meeting in which they are discussing the agenda, usually at least a week ahead of time so that they're getting things ready and prepared and information in the packet. So it can be um, anywhere from around, you know, five to six days or business days. Um, and hopefully they've got the agenda set and ready to distribute to their board members about three days or so before the actual meeting. That gives board members a chance to review and a chance to ask questions. And there may in fact be some times where a last minute item might be added to the agenda, but that would be hopefully an exception and not the rule. Yeah, Darcy, then that's the key, making sure that there is enough time for the board to not only receive the agenda, but review it, have their questions asked ahead of time so that they can go into the meeting feeling prepared and ready to engage in those discussions. So I think it's well you know, agreed upon that having an agenda is a crucial aspect to running an effective and efficient school board meeting. And when it comes to running the meeting itself, that falls on the shoulders of the board president. So what role does the board president have in developing the agenda itself? Well, like I said earlier, Jamie, you know, the board president is in charge of the meeting. It is a meeting for the Board of Education to conduct the business of the district. Um, but oftentimes the superintendent and or the district clerk is very knowledgeable about the issues that are going on, the information that needs to be collected. Um, they have the communication lines internally with the staff to gather that information. So generally speaking, the superintendent is starting to draft that agenda. The board president and the superintendent are meeting together. They are conversing about the agenda and the board president is also participating in bringing items to light that need to be discussed or items to light that perhaps the fellow board members are concerned about that might need to get on the agenda. And so between the role of the board president who is really the person responsible to making sure that the business of the meeting, the business of the district is being conducted at the meeting, um, and the superintendent, they are uh, almost equally responsible to really draft that agenda, get it ready, um, but the board president ultimately has to be um, held accountable for that agenda really getting set. Now, that being said, the president is also communicating quite frequently with the superintendent, often knows uh, what's happening uh, in the district. Uh, so when they get to the agenda setting meeting itself, um, he or she is pretty well informed about what's happening. So hopefully that meeting is really a collaborative uh, meeting and one in which they can fairly easily get the agenda put together. 
Yeah, and this is a question that we receive all the time during our board officers work. Uh, and, and one of the things that I, I like to share with our board presidents is that uh, when it comes to developing the agenda, one of them, their most important roles happens outside of that agenda planning meeting. They need to ensure that all on the board understand the board's operating procedures regarding agenda development and, and adding agenda items so that everyone is following the board's agreed upon processes. And the board president should make sure that, the, uh, as Darcy said, those communication lines are open and that everyone on the board feels comfortable sharing their agenda suggestions in a manner that follows those procedures and is accessible to them. Uh, the board president also has uh, the important responsibility to determine whether or not requested items are appropriate for a board meeting or within the board's role. And this is a responsibility that oftentimes is shared with the superintendent. But uh, it, a conversation that can take place during that agenda uh, planning session uh, is uh, when those board members want to discuss items that sometimes are leading the board into micromanagement or they're otherwise not appropriate to be discussed at a board meeting, the superintendent, the board president need to ensure that these items are not making it onto the agenda. Uh, and it's incumbent upon the board president to communicate that back to the board and share the reasons for this decision with those board members to ensure that the communication lines are open and there's transparency. Yeah, and you know what, uh, Mark, I, I also wanted to say that it's also really important that the board president make sure that during that agenda uh, setting process, they discuss or talk about anywhere where they can really celebrate um, either kids or teachers or staff in the district or programs and really recognize, you know, the good things that are happening in the district. And, you know, we always like to see the student focus really being out there right in front um, because that's the reason why we're all here, right? So the agenda hopefully has something on it that is also celebratory or giving recognition to something good happening in the district. That's a great point, Darcy, because again, this is the board's meeting being conducted in public. and they do have flexibility in terms of how they construct their agenda and obviously we talked about it following a standard order of business and i like the fact that you brought up celebrating students celebrating teachers celebrating the district as a whole and having a clear process and procedure for how the agenda gets developed goes a long way but you know as well as i do working out in the field one-on-one -on -one with boards and retreats and you know from your board officers academy that sometimes we hear frustration from school board members about the agenda setting process and preparation and occasionally these frustrations can lead to conflict on the board you know i'm hoping you could share or summarize some of the concerns that you guys have heard and maybe offer some guidance on how to avoid these common pitfalls yeah, um, sometimes the uh, agenda setting process or getting an item on an agenda can become a contentious issue. It's usually not a good sign. Um, so that is often when we do get phone calls from board members who are feeling frustrated. So the first thing I would say, it's really important that the board president and or any board member really ask for clarification or provide clarification for appropriate items that go on the agenda and the 
appropriate process for getting them on the agenda. And they are different depending on your Board of Education. Some folks say, just give it to the president, whatever your topic or concern is. Um, they will go ahead and consider it. Some, some Boards of Education do want to hear during a meeting items that might be considered for the agenda and they will consider it as a whole whether or not that item goes on the agenda um, by and large the board president is the gatekeeper for items that do make it to the agenda but like i said if if the board itself wants to decide as a whole that is a different kind of process for getting an item on the agenda so depends on your process i would recommend that the board themselves discuss what the agenda setting process looks like so any new board member does not feel like they are being excluded or cut out. Now, not everything rises to making it to the board agenda. So items that are not policy or strategic, that are more of a micromanagement or administrative level discussion uh, really may not make it onto the agenda except in certain certain exceptions but typically the board president is going to and the superintendent are going to discuss things that others are bringing up to be put on the agenda during their agenda setting meeting so um, I think getting clarity is really important from the get-go but Mark I'm sure there are other things that you faced as well Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, another concern that, that we hear quite frequently is related to transparency and questions from board members uh, regarding uh, what's happening behind closed doors during those agenda planning meetings and concerns regarding uh, the, uh, the conversations that are taking place between the superintendent and the board president and vice president. Uh, and to resolve these, uh, these concerns, to, to satisfy these concerns, one of the things that, that I would recommend is to, as, as we've said a couple times uh, already, is to make sure that everyone's clear on the board's operating procedures, the protocols, all of the ins and outs of how your district uh, develops an agenda for the meeting. And have those conversations also about which items don't belong on the agenda. As Darcy was saying, make sure that that is uh, explicitly clear to your board members and, and share with them what is appropriate for a, a board meeting and what is not appropriate for a board meeting and perhaps even uh, share the rationale for why. And if there are questions regarding that, of course, we at NISBA have uh, resources available. Uh, your your uh, district's attorney would be a great resource for that also, who could shed some light on some of the legal stipulations regarding that. But uh, other ways that we can address the concerns regarding transparency are to uh, uh, to take a suggestion from some of our, our districts, invite board members to participate in the agenda planning meeting. Uh, many boards will do this on a rotating schedule, so a, a different board member is invited to this meeting uh, each time so that they can get a little taste, a little flavor of what that meeting's all about and see just how exciting it really is. Um, and, and also to... Uh, to, to really help to keep that door open, uh, especially when there's, there's concerns of transparency on the board, uh, we want to make every effort we can to, to open those doors and open those communication lines. And so inviting P, uh, your, your board members into this meeting but uh, without having them you know, have a decision-making role just as an observer, it can go a long way to, uh, uh, to satisfying those concerns. 
Yeah, absolutely, Mark. And, you know, one of the other things um, that we sometimes hear is, you know, our meetings are going way too long. And so we do suggest then you take a look at the agenda. How many items are on that agenda? Is that just too jam-packed? And maybe um, that's one of the reasons why the meeting is going on too long. So you might start to take a look at how long are our meetings going? How quickly are we getting through certain items? Are we finding that there's a lot of bird walking off the topic and so we're getting too caught in tangential conversations. Um, really you could do a meeting observation kind of worksheet that really offers feedback to the board from the board to the board about how well this meeting has been running. And sometimes that's because the agenda either is too long or it doesn't have quite the right items on the agenda. If there is a lot of micromanaging going on in your district, take a look at the agenda items. Are they appropriate agenda items um, or are they leading you inadvertently into micromanagement discussions. Also, you can consider streamlining certain presentations, um, trying to see if maybe you could utilize perhaps uh, shorter conversations or just sync up your parliamentary procedures, tighten them up a little bit to help expedite um, you getting through the agenda in a more timely manner. So those are just some other suggestions to consider about um, the agenda and how it's working. And if you have any other concerns, certainly we're always available to talk to over the phone. Just give us a ring. So Jamie, what else might you have to share with us? So that's, first of all, that's great information that you guys have provided. And I think a lot of this really boils down to number one, board members understanding what is the purpose of school board meetings? And number two, how should our business and our focus be reflective in that agenda? And then really understanding what issues rise to the level of the board that we need to really pay attention to. And so before we close today, I just want to give sort of five actionable takeaways from today's discussion. And, you know, number one, ensure that all members on your school board, especially those new members, they understand the purpose of the agenda, like I just talked about, as well as the agreed upon procedure for developing the agenda. And we do recommend that on an annual basis, boards get together in a retreat and talk about your operating procedures. And so, if the procedure for setting the agenda isn't working, that's the time in which you guys can get together and make those adjustments so it better suits your needs. Number two, if your meetings are running longer, consider creating a presentation calendar. So that's gonna help you look at the year at large and determine when should we be discussing certain topics. And it's a really great method for creating the agenda so you're not overstuffing them and utilizing that consent agenda as a sort of a time saver. Number three, strive for transparency. And Mark talked about this in the agenda creation process. You know, consider maybe rotating board members through the process itself so everybody can better understand how we set the agenda. Number four, collaboratively develop and follow that standard order of business. And last but not least here, number five, prior to adding a discussion or action item to the, to the agenda, the board president and superintendent really should ensure that all members have enough information to engage in dialogue, because at the end of the day, 
Your job is to make informed decisions. Well, that's all the time we have today. I'd like to thank our guests today, Darcy and Mark, for being here and joining me in this discussion of best practices for setting the agenda. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, absolutely, Jamie. Thank you. Yes, thank you for having us, Jamie. If you're interested in learning more about today's topic, don't forget to check out the resources available in today's show notes. And this meeting is now adjourned. I would also like to thank my NISBA colleagues working behind the scenes, making it possible to bring this podcast to you. Thank you, Megan DeGenero, Al Marlin, and Alyssa Maiello. My name is Jamie McPherson, Deputy Director of Leadership Development at the New York State School Boards Association. And this has been a production of NISBA's President's Gavel.